Bung Bung. Welcome to Potty is brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee, the best coffee available on the market, and that's a fact. Uh, it's won several awards, most uh, significant award, best coffee ever to be put on the shelves in any um, circumstance. I believe that was the name of the award. So uh, you want to get you want to get your tongue on that. You want to sip this syrup uh, until uh, you know, really, until you can't any longer. And I've never seen anybody quit. I've only seen people keep going because it's called, you know. It's, it's perseverance juice. It just helps you continue on when life is hopeless, meaningless. Uh, there's, there's, there's no way forward. Some people think like that and then they have bung bung coffee and it's, and it's all good. Um, people have come snapped out of midlife crises because of bung bung coffee. They've realized, you know, maybe I don't need this, this Porsche. Maybe I don't need, maybe I don't need a, you know, Mazda RX-8. Is that a car? Yeah. Yeah. People people come to their senses when they drink Bung Bung Coffee. They get better at thinking. It's science. Everyone knows about it. You write better movies when you drink it. You, you tell better jokes. You jump higher. You fuck better. People have been cured from ED from drinking Bung Bung Coffee. Look it up. Okay? And if you want, if you want to just be better, go to bungbungcoffee.com and order yourself a bag. Um, enter promo code POTTY, P-O-D-D-Y, for 15% off all orders. 15% off all orders. Now, that's a deal. Bung Bung Coffee. If you want to support Welcome to the Potty, go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself some merch. It's some of the best merch in the podcast game. I've seen what's out there, people. And this shit is way flyer. If you're a created character in any video game, you would get all types of attribute points. There's nothing better than Welcome to the Potty merch. It's butter soft, dude. Some people, some people have told there's there has been some complaints, and they're like, "What what was the point of buying that shirt when I put it on? It slipped right off." That's how soft it is. And I said, "Well, what did you slip into?" One guy said, "One guy said I slipped into a lick." And I was like, well, why are you complaining? Wow, I just saw my voice. I mean, my um, breath. Is that cold in here? Um, so that's why you want the merch. So go there. Welcome to the potty.com slash store. Get yourself some, some dope merch um, and really fix your, you know, fix your whole shit up, honestly. Uh, and if you're too poor to do that, just, just share the show. Hit the share button repost like rate review share it to your stories do do what you got to do to share the show um and send us a dm of a screenshot of you texting your friends or whatever saying um this is the best podcast welcome to the potty you got to listen to it just send that to your friends screenshot it send it to our dms and now all of a sudden you're in the running to win Free merch, random randomized merch. It could be a hat, it could be a hoodie, it could be a golf hat or golf polo. It could be whatever. It could be a bomber jacket. It's all random, but every month there's another draw. So you've got you've got and every time you share and you and you prove it, you're in the draw again. As many times, unlimited amount of times too. So think about that. So share it unlimited times is what I'm saying. Let's start the show. Nineteen ninety. Ah. Choose your destiny. Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver. AKA the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the, uh, you know, the Richard Simmons of podcasting. Because, I, you know, I look average, but, but, uh, but I, I, I can still tell you how to look better. You feel me? I think Richard Simmons is his name. We're going to have to, you know, it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but I think we'll just, uh, we will look this one up. 
uh, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons is an American fitness personality and public figure known for his eccentric, flamboyant, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, he looks wild, bro. He looks wild and he's out there jumping around. I guess like that's what fit looked like though back then. Zesty, you know? This motherfucker like, yeah, I guess he is fit, but his hair's all fucked up. Like he's, he's receding like a motherfucker, but he's still got like a Jufro. And I'm wondering if he is Jewish, like his real name is Milton Teagle. Let's hit his Wikipedia real quick. Um, it just seems like the Jew Freud just sort of makes me think he's Jewish, but I, I've got a friend. Um, his name is, you know, his name's Jan. I saw him this morning and back in the day, he used to rock a bit of a Jew Freud, but he's not, you know, he's not Jewish. So, you know, some some people just have curly hair, I suppose. Um, Methodist, who was raised Methodist. So yeah, Jufro, not Jewish. Um, I forgot why I'm talking about Richard Simmons, but oh yeah, dude, I've got two, potentially three weddings to go to next year. I've got one potentially to go to this year. I talked about it with um, you know, board man last time he was on the show, and. I need to get in shape. And today I've had two meals. It's late afternoon right now. I've had two meals. I probably won't eat again until dinner, but my middle of the day meal was pizza. Now that's not going to get you over the line. Um, that's going to keep you looking real fluffy, fat. You can't just eat pizza, dude, especially not, well, never. You can't. I'd porridge for breakfast, which is like, you know, it's still like carby, but it's low key healthy, bro. It's not like it's not cheese. You know, it was just fruit and probably milk and oats. And oats, I don't even know what plant an oat is. Is that wheat? What is an oat? I think it's wheat or wheat esque, wheat adjacent or something, but that's. That's what my breakfast was, and it probably had butter in it. It probably was mad calories, honestly, like because it was it was from a cafe, so they probably buttered it up, maybe even a you know spoonful of sugar to make the medicine go down. You know, shout out to Mary Poppins, but yeah, I didn't I didn't really I, I thought I was doing the right thing. I was like, I'm not getting fucking eggs and toast and bacon and halloumi. I'm going to get this porridge which honestly was probably just the same amount of calories as like a big breakfast with salt, like chorizo. You know, my friends were eating eggs and toast and shit, and I was, I I had fucking massive food envy, dude. Massive. But whatever. Then I come home. Rach had pizza for dinner last night. I was out. We'll get to that. I was out. She has pizza for dinner last night, so I get her leftovers mushroom and salami pizza and I don't like mushroom so I had to pick all the salami off scrape the mushroom off replace the salami and then put it in the oven and then because I did so much scraping there was no cheese on the motherfucker so maybe it was healthier maybe it was a bit healthier but it still was bread and cured meat so you know my arteries got a little bit narrower you know and you got to think about this type of shit when you're a father and you, you want to be here to see your son's life, you know, grow. You want them to get older as you get older. And we've been going to first birthdays, man, two weekends in a row. And I didn't know, I, di- I didn't realize how extra a first birthday had to be for a, for a kid that doesn't know what's going on. You know, you have to hire a place you have to hire a place. You have to cater for so many people. Food. Both of them had great food, and I stuffed my fucking face with pastries and cake, just butter and sugar and calories, just just inflating as the day goes by. 
I'm just getting fatter and fatter, dude. Okay. The cake's amazing. The first one was like a like a honeybee or bumblebee themed. So everything was yellow. The icing was yellow and it was stacked up. Bro, this icing was just about to touch the ceiling, dude. And I took a bite out of this cake and I was like, my God. It was a cupcake. And I was thinking like, shit, this is fucking unbelievable. I took one bite out of it and I put it down for a kid to come and finish off, you know, because I was trying not to be bad. And then they did the other cake. They did... They had a, a like a full birthday cake and cupcakes. Then the, I got a slice of that other cake and I was like, oh my God, this is just good. And I ate that one. I ate the whole thing. That was layers. That was like three or four layers of a layer cake. Just sponge and lemon ice and just mad sugar, bro. Just going into my body. I was getting diabetes, bro. I was out there straight up dosing up on sugar. I was like, yeah, get me. Dude, they get me, oh, get me a spring roll. That's the healthiest thing here. It's probably vegetarian. Bang, you dip it in sweet chili sauce. That's just sugar-coated. That's just sugar-coated deep-fried vegetable. You know? Sweet chili sauce, bro. Don't even say the word chili. It's not spicy. It's just sweet as a motherfucker, bro. It's like honey with added sugar in it. Maybe a bit of maple syrup or something. It is sweet than a motherfucker, bro, and, and I'm just there like, this is, you know, I'm just gonna dip saturated fat in sugar, bro, that's, that's what I'm doing, it may as well have been a french fry being dipped in ice cream, you know, dip a french fry in a milkshake or some shit, that's the same as a spring roll in sweet chili sauce, that's what I was doing, then there's sandwiches, and you're just like, oh, that's healthy, that's, you know, chicken, avocado, yeah, and butter and mayonnaise and Wonder White bread, which is sugared the fuck up, bro. I was straight up, bro. I went home and almost started crying. Once that once that sugar was leaving my system, I just went into a deep depression. I may as well have been coming down off of cocaine, bro. Sugar is wild, dude. And I'm just out there just dosing up. Then there's like carrot sticks. And I'm like, okay, I'll have a carrot stick. You know, natural sugar, that's still sugar, but, you know, vitamins in it maybe. I don't know. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. So that's that was the first, first birthday I'd ever been to, other than my own, if I had one. Who knows? And that's what I'm saying. You don't know if you had one. So why don't you just not have one and tell your kid you had one? I guess the first birthday is for the parents, not the kid. It's like a celebration that we we didn't kill this kid sort of thing. It's still here, so you don't need to call DCP, Department of Child Protection, or CPS, Child Protective Services. I don't know. I forget which one is Australian, what one's American, but you you get what I'm saying. Call, you know, social workers to take your kid. You have the first birthday basically to prove, hey, look, everyone, our kid's here. You know, some people might have a first birthday and be like, oh, you know, my kid's sick, so he's at home, but we're all here just... Just trust me. Trust me, the kid's okay. That type of shit. But that was the first one. There was a speech, dude. A speech. Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm still not sure how I feel about speeches at first birthdays either. I just don't know. I don't know, dude. Like, I was, I was caught off guard because I thought a first birthday was sort of like taking the piss. It's more like let's all hang out together. And pretend we're doing it for the kids, but let's, you know, have a couple beers and let's socialize as adults. But it's really, it's really kid focused, bro. And I get it. You're supposed to have toys and like a, you know, slippery dip or something. But, but I like the kid doesn't know. He doesn't know or she. And so that, that first one caught me off guard, bro. And then I had one this weekend too. And this one, you know, again, hired a venue for it. Um, Hired a venue, again, food, but meatballs with delicious sauce, which for, you know, sauce is basically just savory sugar. Like, 
sauce sauce turns a savory sweet, bro. And that's why we have it. Because savory shit is gross. So you gotta sweeten that bitch up with some sauce. It's like you want a pie, you want a do you want a vegetarian pasty sauceless? You may as well be fucking shoving sawdust down your throat, bro. A vegetarian pasty without sauce? Are you fucking kidding me? Even a sausage roll, bro. And I love a sausage. No home loans. I love a sausage, bro. I love a chorizo. I love a Kransky. I love Italian sausage, pork sausage, beef sausage, chicken sausage. No home loans once more. But you put some pastry around it. And you cook it for too long in the oven, this shit gets dry. So you got to dip that in tomato sugar. And then you're like, damn, that was really small. That was party sized and it was delicious. I'm going to have three of them shits. Then you're still eating other shit. And it's like, if I was, if I was like driving somewhere and I pulled over to get a sausage roll, I'd eat one sausage roll, which is like the size of three party sausage rolls. But now I've had three party sausage rolls dipped in tomato sugar. Now I'm having meatballs with more tomato, with chunky tomato sugar. Then there's pizza, there's cake, there's, what else? There was chicken kebabs. Dude, there was, there was something. Oh, Aaron Cheney, bro. And Aaron Cheney, bro. I went to high school with a dude named Aaron Cheney. And he, dude, he didn't really like, I mean, it seemed like he had no friends, but we were in Australia and all this motherfucking good talk was Italian, bro. And it's like, well, go to school back in Italy. It, you know, but you don't want to say like, go back where you came from because that's racist. But it's like, dude, we are at an English speaking school. The only, the only fucking language you, you can learn here is Japanese. What are we doing here? You know, but arancini bowls, dude, they were delicious. I couldn't stop eating them. They were gluten free. So you, you fake yourself out a bit. You're like, oh, healthy. No wheat, but it's just all cheesy, bruh. When cheese is just flavored fat and fat's already flavored, but they reflavor it. It tastes like cheese. So you're just putting mad cows in at a kid's birthday. And that like most of the kids can't even eat solids. That's the thing. They're all milky kids and you're there fucking putting in dry, putting dry food in wet sugar. And swallowing it, dude. Inflating. But there's beers and stuff, so it's confusing because it's like this, you know, there's a kid over there crying, there's bubbles, bubbles are being blown, but I want a Heineken. Like what is happening? Um speech, there was a speech at this one too. So I'm like, damn, this is like mad pressure. If my you know, if we have a first birthday. What, I got to give like a, you know, like a presidential address, you know? I got to start, I got to start being like Nicholas Spurrier and I'm going to get up and start talking behind the dais and just be like, hey, look, we're going into lockdown, COVID's back and my kid is one. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks when we get back out of this lockdown. Cha-ching. Bruh. Nikki Spuzz. I can't remember if I talked to you guys, but I talk, I met her in person. She came in. She looked at my kid when we were in hospital. She didn't know what she was doing. The hospital was telling us, like, she was there to keep her skills up and shit. And it's like, man, you're sharpening your COVID tools on children, you know? You need to get out there and start really figuring out what this virus can do because we're, you know, we're taking your advice and you're looking at, notes on Mike. you're just looking at notes and reading them to us like i can do that i don't have to have a fucking phd to read notes what are we doing here bro anyway couple first birthdays mad calories mad speeches i wonder if i would even kill at my kid's first birthday like if i would if i would do mad good jokes or not or whether that shit would just be weak you know, at the second first birthday, look, we're doing mad mathematic sentences, right? Second first birthday, you know, my man, Jossie, he did a speech, kept it crisp, kept it crisp. He says, look, I can recite this shit word for word just about because he did it like this. 
Uh, I didn't prepare anything, but Grace wanted me to say something. So thanks for everyone for being here. Our kids won. Um, enjoy the cake. And that was lit because that's like low key. That's like it doesn't make you feel wild. It doesn't make you be like, oh shit, oh shit, we're doing this. We're really gonna break this shit down from the start. He really went in there and he was like, I want. I don't want to do this. As much as the next man. That's what he said. Basically. I'm paraphrasing. But he's just like, look. My kids won. If you don't like it, get out. If you do like it, eat some cake. That's pretty much what he said. Give or take. And that cake was delicious too, man. Yellow icing again. I don't know if that's something that's like, if that's just like hot in the streets of kids right now. Yellow icing, but... I don't know if it's just food coloring or because it wasn't lemon. It wasn't lemon flavored, but I'll tell you what it was. Delicious flavored, sugar flavored with M&Ms on it. My God, bro, you think I didn't eat a piece of that? Dude, I have got heart disease and diabetes for sure. You think, dude, you're out there and you're just like, oh, I'm being healthy, you know, again. Like, oh, meatball, nice. Dip this in some sugar sauce, you know? Chunky red tomato sugar. Dip it in there, eat that. Burp garlic. You burp garlic up for the rest of the day, you know? But it's like, that was the, like those meatball, I don't know, I don't know who made them shits, but I was, I was selling them to, like not selling, I wasn't taking money, but I was like verbally like, hey, look, have you had the meatballs yet? Make sure you get the meatballs. I could have worked for the meatball company for sure, bro, because I believed in the product. I was there telling motherfuckers. People were like, oh, congratulations on candy, man. And I was like, look, have you tasted these motherfucking meatballs? These are unreal. These are adult meatballs at a child's party. Like, we are welcome here, you know? It's not all fairy bread. It is meatball season. Get in there, you know? Someone started asking me like, oh, dude, do you want a coffee? I was like, do you want a meatball? This shit is unbelievable, bruh. I felt like I was back in Italy, sitting there next to Aaron Cheney, and we were eating meatballs. He, Aaron Cheney would have turned his back on his family and their type of their rice balls and started he would have been eating these meatballs, bro. These meatballs were so good, even Arancini would have preferred them. That's what I'm saying. Unbelievable scenes, bro. I I honestly almost blacked out eating these shits. I stole one off someone else's plate. There, I said it. There was a plate next to me with a meatball on it. No one was looking. I took it. Okay? I said it. I said it. It's fucking delicious, man. And then and then I start, you know, you 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 come back when you when you waking up from the sugar blackout, you start really counting your calories and you're like, "Oh shit, I think I had 6,000 calories in 2 hours just now." What's for lunch? You know, because sugar doesn't satiate you. Sugar just, sugar just like makes you want more and you're still hungry. You ate, like if you put the food in a pile, it would literally be like one cubic meter. You can eat that much sugar and you will not get full. So you just, you're just like 6,000 6, calories down. And then you get in the car and you're like, where the fuck should we go for lunch, you know? And that's what we did after that. We went out for lunch and we went to the Oyster Bar, right? Check this out. We went to this first birthday. It was supposed to be like a shit day, but it ended up being beautiful. So we get in the car to go home and Rachel's like, oh, it's so beautiful. Fuck going home, you know? Let's let's just go out for lunch somewhere, have a couple drinks. It's so beautiful. You know, we got Kenny in the car. We got Kenny in the whip. So you got to be careful how many you drink, you know. But we go to the Oyster Bar 
And Rachel's like, oh, yeah, I forgot my wallet. Oh, how convenient, dude. Oh, okay. So this is on me. All right, bet. We get a dozen, you know, a dozen, a dozen slime, slimies, a dozen sea salads. You know, that's what I like to call an oyster. I pretend they're healthy. They're like a fucking, let's check how many calories one oyster is. Um, oyster calories. Your. Oh no. Okay. So that's a fried oyster. Jesus. I was about to say you're fucking kidding. It come up with 199 calories, but that's for breaded fried oysters. Okay. Okay, there are seven calories in one medium oyster. I don't think that's correct. One serving of oysters provides 69 calories, but what's a serving of oysters? Oysters vary in size. Yeah, no shit. Okay, this one says there are 10 calories in one oyster. Okay. Well, that that is basically sea salad then. I've had salads with maple. Bro, there's no dressing on an oyster. Oh, you can put Tabasco on it. You know what? how many calories in, in a bit of basque? Fuck all, bro. Max one calorie off, off a few squirts of a basque. That Tabasco sauce, bro, that is, that is some delicious flavor for nothing bro and that that's a source where you you can get away with it ketchup no that is basically that is basically like wrapping your fucking um that's like wrapping what your pasty in a karate belt remember a karate belt like a rainbow strap with visible sugar on it that is that is what ketchup is or barbecue sauce, bro. Yes, I know. It's delicious. But you may as well, you know, roll your chicken wing in sugar, bro. You may as well roll it in sugar. Oh, buffalo sauce? That's that's spicy butter. That's what buffalo sauce is. That is that is, you know, a little bit of butter with with spice in it, with hot is hot butter. It, it'll burn, it'll burn the back of your mouth and leave a buttery, bro. Butter soft. That is a butter soft sauce. And that's wild, bro, because it's all, I've got butter soft unsourced t-shirts, which is nuts. That's the biggest like coincidence we've ever had on the Welcome to the Potty podcast right now. Especially because I don't have notes telling me to talk about sauce or chicken wings or calories for that matter. Or birthdays. <laughs> my note says old man in the window which we'll get to man but so we go to the oyster bar i have a, i have a dude, i don't think i can use that angle over there because i look fat yeah dude i'm i am disgusting dude i am a fat fuck and i'm gonna fat shame myself until i can fit back in my suits bro i gotta go to the races in september how you're not allowed to go in sweatpants. <laughs> you have to look nice at the races. You cannot look like this. I look like Professor Clump, dude. And I know I've talked, I've had, I think I've got an episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast called Clumped Out because that's what I am. I am fat, dude. I want to get back to being Buddy Love. All right, let's have a sip. For those listening to the show, that was the most delicious sip of bung bung coffee I've ever had. But to those watching, that was obviously just water. Um, yeah, dude. So we went we went to the oyster bar and just twelve oysters between us. Rach had fish and chips. I didn't have it. I didn't order a food for myself because I was like, I have just had so much party food. But can I have a few chips? You know, I did. I did the girlfriend thing. I'm not. I'm not hungry. Then I ate half of her fucking chips. Um, 
And then after that, we went to the pub and watched the footy. Another beer there. You know, you guys would probably count. How many drinks did he have? He's drive. You don't know how long we were at any of these places. I was fine. Then um, friend of the show, friend of mine, Corey Maynard was in town with the uh, North Adelaide uh, Kangas. So, so we went and picked him up from the Adelaide Oval and then me and him went out for dinner. My God, dude. And it was one of those places that does a feed me. So it's just plate after plate. And yeah, some of them are small feeds. Some of them are big. So we had like a seven course meal for dinner plus like another handful of beers. Like, so yeah, I probably did about 12,000 calories yesterday, honestly. And nothing satiated me except dinner. Dinner filled me. I was full this morning, dude. I was a bit too full. I had to empty out. You feel me? It was wild. It was fucking crazy, bro. Starts out. Starts out as a good day. I got on the bike, the exercise bike, did a workout. Then, bang. I'm at a first birthday eating fucking sugar-coated sausage rolls. It's crazy, man. But, I digress. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot what I'm even doing here today. Honestly, I think I've just been talking about sugar for literally 31 minutes. We're halfway in. I haven't even started my notes yet. My first note here says an old man in the window. Dude, Rach and I went for a walk. We like to go for walks with our dogs and the my son, our son, and um. We walk past this house, probably five houses down from our house, and there's an old man with he's standing outside of his like living room window, and one of his legs is up, like he's doing a hamstring stretch, right up in the window. It looked like he's trying to break in or out of his own house. I was like, "Well, I wasn't like this." Rachel says, "You need to help him," and I was like, "He don't need my help." She's like, "He needs somebody's help." So I'm like, hey, hello, excuse me. He doesn't turn around. He's deaf as fuck. So I walk over, but I try to st- I try to just get in his line of sight. So I'm walking to the side of him, like waving my arms. He finally looks up. And I'm like, do you need help? And he's, oh shit. Okay, so this motherfucker's deaf and foreign? Great. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, communicate with this motherfucker. And he isn't getting it. He's not getting it. And I'm like, are you trying to get in or out, dude? And he's, and I think he said out. So I, I pull him, you know. And I'm like, fuck, like I touched this old dude. I kind of felt like I need to fucking wash my hands and shit, you know. But he's got, he. I think he said that he locked himself inside, which is crazy. You can't really do that in, in 2022, bro. His house didn't even look like it was that older model, you know, for him to be locking himself outside. No, inside, locked himself inside. Like, how, man? So he's breaking out of his house out the window to break back in the front door. He's, like, hammering at his fucking door. I was like, yo, let's get the fuck out of here. We go for, like, a 30-minute walk. We walk back. He's still outside. And it was cold as fuck. And I was like, I'm not doing, no, I'm not doing no more. Let's keep going. We went home. I don't know if he survived, man. I don't know if he survived. How am I supposed to, like, I, I'm trying to keep track of my own life, man. And there's an old foreign dude that can't hear shit who's locked inside his house, breaks out, can't get back in. But, you know, you drive back, you drive by, like, the next day and the, the window, the you know, the fly screen's back up. You know, I saw some groceries get delivered, but they were still outside the front door. So is the front door openable or not? I don't know, but I'm not going back to help. It's not a dude. I like to be a good Samaritan. I've told you guys about the guy, I, the guy's life I saved in Italy. You know, some guy owes me his life. It could have been he could have been related to Aaron Cheney, but I don't know. It was like it wasn't it wasn't Aaron Cheney who I saved. It was an old man. 
you know, Baron, probably Baron Cheney. Karen, it could have been an old lady, Karen Cheney, bro. <laughs> and I went, no, but it was an old man and I saved him. And I've told this story before, so I'm not going to get back into it, but I wasn't ready to save another life that day. So who knows? Who knows if he's still with us? But it's wild. Like I had to pull this motherfucker out the window, bro. And usually I'm kicking motherfuckers out of windows. And I had to pull this motherfucker. Well, I still, it was still out, but I pulled him out of a window. Because he would have fallen. Because he could, he wasn't stable, dude. And he wasn't young. His youth had escaped him. And he thought it was a good... like. And you're so... Like, no offense, but you're so demented that you think at your age it's a good idea to climb out of motherfucking window, bro. Unassisted. You're not flexible. Like, he's probably bedridden now. He's probably snapped a hammy. You know, he's wearing a robe and socks, dude. Like, that type of old. He was wearing a robe and pajama pants and socks. And and you know how old dudes, like, grow their hair even though they're balding on top, but the rest is, like, long? That's what his shit was. Like, lit, dude. We had to just help. Well, I had to help him out the window, and then Rage is like, what are we going to do? I was like, shit. I'm not going to do shit. You can do whatever the fuck you want with this, dude. I'm not ma- I'm not trying to build relationships with the oldest motherfuckers in the community right now. I'm trying to walk my dogs. They're psychos, you know? Oh, man. Oh, you know what else? I've been thinking because you, you meet new people, you know, professionally, personally. And some people are uptight. And I've found a trend, dude, is people with pointy noses and like a and pursed lips, like a mad uptight and like like bitchy almost, even if it's a dude. And I and I just like I had like this chicken or the egg moment. Like, are you are you destined to be uptight and bitchy if you've got a pointy nose and pursed lips? Or does being uptight and bitchy sort of like do that to your face? And that's a question. That's probably one for the ages, man. I don't know. I don't know if we're ever going to know the answer to that. But like what we do know, when I say we, I mean science. What we do know is that if you have a pointy nose and pursed lips, you're uptight, bro. You are uptight as a motherfucker, man. It, you have got a rod up your sphincter or sphincter. Sphinx. It's wild that that cat is named after an asshole, you know? Do you think that's because you you know how cats have, like, you always see cats' assholes? Is there any? Who know like, Another question we'll never find out because we don't, you know, we don't have a personal relationship with like Tutankhamun or Cleopatra, the only two Egyptians that, you know, we know the names of. Um, What else happened, bro? Dude, I've been telling you guys about how I think I'm going bald. I went to my barber the other day and he's like, well, how, what do you want? And I, well, I think he said it, you know, more kindly than that and more like business-like. But I was like, look, do you think it's worth me growing my hair out or is it time to start shaving it? Look at this. And I started pointing to like the crown and he's like, nah, dude, that's, what are you talking about? That's nothing. You know, your hair's always going to be thinner at the crown. Look, look at mine or whatever. And he's like, see how it's thinner? And I said, and I go, oh yeah, even though it didn't look thinner on his head. I was like, oh yeah, okay. He's like, yeah, man, you're fine, bro. Keep growing it out. What, do you want to braid it again? And I was like, yeah. He's like, dude, you're going to be fine. He sold me, bro. He sold me a dream. He wants me to keep going back and getting haircuts and putting money in his pocket. I am going bald, bro. I know it. He's fucking sold me. That's twice in a row he's done it because I'm so in denial that I go there and I'm, I'm trying to get the truth out of him. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, is it time? Is it time to give up? And they're like, you're crazy, man. What are you talking about? You're insane. You've got so much hair. You know, he's like a, 
he's like a girlfriend. He's like a good girlfriend. Like, oh my god, your dick's so big. He's like, yeah, you got so much hair. Oh my god. Oh, it's almost you got so much hair. It's almost disgusting. What are you fucking werewolf? Uh, oh my god, your dick's so big. It's got oh my god. Oh, it hurts so much. You know that's what <laughs> that's what my fucking barbers told me. Like, oh, I don't think it's gonna fit. Oh, I don't think my mouth's big enough. I don't think my clippers can even cut it. <laughs> so I got it. So yeah, so I'm still growing my hair out because he catered to my ego, bro. And that is how to get dudes. If you're a chick and you're struggling to get dicked down at the moment, and that's crass. But if you're, if you're struggling to, you know, bed a man or, you know, get a little bit of action or even get a boyfriend, you can get a boyfriend easily by catering to some silly nigga's ego like mine. Come up to me. Tell me how fat my package looks in these pants. Tell me how thick my wig piece is, dude. Just be like, oh my God. Have you had head surgery or something? Because your wig piece is looking luscious. Are you the black Fabio? How do you even get haircuts? Does your hair bend scissors? Does your hair blunt scissors and clog clippers? How do they deal with it? Do they need do they need to use a literal whipper snipper to cut your hair? I'll be like, where do you live and when are we going there? You know? Cater to the ego, man. And you gotta do that to females too. That's like they like it too. They like it too. And you and when you're young, you don't know that. And you treat them different. And you, you cater to the wrong type of ego. And you feed you feed them. You feed them this this wilder this you turn them into a monster, bro. With like, you're so oh, you're so beautiful. Bro, shut up. Stop with that. You need to say, you need to be more frank and like. You need to be serious, but also joking. And that sounds like an oxymoron, bro, and it is. But females are oxymorons, bro. Everything they do makes perfect nonsense. You understand? You got to go in there and you got to be more nonsensical than they are, but you got to be dead ass about it. You got to go in and be like, hey, look, I'm just kidding, but you look good as fuck right now i'm just joking but i'm serious you go up and be like hey i've got a girlfriend but i just want to let you know that you are the finest girl in this club tonight (laughs) oh my god you got a girlfriend be like nope (laughs) let's do it you know something like that it's it's all unsourced here the welcome to the potty podcast um but yeah dude catered to my ego my my barber man Catered to my ego and got me. Got me. It's crazy. And even if you cut it, like I'd still have to go back. I'd still have to go back every couple of weeks to keep it, you know, keep it neat and tidy. You can't just grow in, you can't just grow in a bald spot, you know? So like he should just tell me the truth and be like, yes, nigga, you're going bald. Let's cut it. But he wants me. He wants me in there getting cuts getting cuts which is nuts man so but it's good it's good to you know get that get that little ego boost from time to time uh, lord knows you need it when you, you when you've just finished eating you know most of the you know wonder why and and fucking butter and sprinkles in south australia you kind of need a little ego boost for your skull when you when your body looks like a fucking like a a pillow at the end of a pillow fight, you know, just like slumped over. And you know how pillows are usually nice and firm and plump, but like if you have a pillow a pillow fight, it kind of like you you throw it against the the wall at the at the top of your bed, and it just sort of like sits there, like it's just like it was the victim in the pillow fight. And it's just like, it's sitting against the, the back wall, like at the head of your bed, just like breathing heavily, like, 
Like it just got the shit kicked out of it. That's if your body looks like that, dude, you need someone to tell you you got good hair. You know? Bro, I'll tell you a fucking wild story about this jumper that I'm wearing. And you guys can you guys can I'm not gonna go into too much detail here because we all know what it is, okay? So this t-shirt that I'm wearing as a fucking 500-pound male, okay? It fits me. I took this from Rachel, you understand? So that's, it's clearly some guy's jumper sweatshirt. So I know whose it is, and I've met this dude. I've gone, I've broken bread with this dude. We've gone to dinner after dinner, Gone to, I've been to his birthday parties. He's been to Rachel's birthday parties, okay? And I've said, um, oh, you know, have you had sex with so-and-so? And she said, no. And I'm like, how did you end up with his jumper? And she said, he left it in my car one time. And that's a lie, bro, because can you just imagine if some girl came to my house some girl who's just a friend of mine. And she comes and she says, oh, I was just dropping off Claiborne's jumper. He left it in my car. Um, you know, and I'm not insinuating that uh, Rachel cheated on me, this jumper. She had this jumper when I met her, okay? But, I, you know, I know why she has it. Dude, I know, I know guys who have kept lists of girls that they have been with. I'm one of those guys. I don't still have the list, but I had it. I had it for much longer than I should have had it. And females would think that that's a sick move for a guy. Sick is in like not cool. Sick is in gross and creepy. But girls do the same thing but they do it in a different way. They don't have, they don't keep a list in an Excel spreadsheet or in the notes section of their phone. They keep hoodies and sweatshirts. Don't they, Rach? Yep. That's how, that's how they keep their list. So you go into your girlfriend's closet and you count how many oversized men's hoodies that smell like Dracar Noir you know, you go and see how many of them smell like CK1 for men. Because if she's got too many dudes hoodies, you know why she's got them, bro. Do you know how many hoodies have gone missing in my life? Or I've given, I've given to girls who I thought I wanted to be with. So they've just got my dope hoodies to this day. And they're wearing them in front of their boyfriends now while they listen to my voice, they're listening to the Welcome to the Potty podcast, laughing with their boyfriend like, I'm wearing that nigga's job. And I'm wearing that nigga's jumper, who we can all pretend didn't fuck my girl. Before me, Eskimo bros, we've broken bread together, dude. And I'm getting lied to about it. What do you do about that? And any any guy listening is going to be like, bruh, she is lying to you, to your face. And any girl listening is going to be like, that doesn't mean that they had sex. Get, you're, now you're just defending yourself because you know what you've done. Bruh, everybody's done a bit of dirt. You know why? Their ego got catered to. Someone came in there and said, I love your hair. Don't you ever shave it off. And you fucked them and left with their hoodie. Okay? And now I don't know I don't know whether what I'm doing wearing it is an alpha or a beta move. But I'm not going shopping for new hoodies. You understand? I'm not going shopping for new hoodies unless it's at www.welcometothepotty.com slash store. 
getting some of that butter soft. Welcome to the potty merch, baby. But yeah, man, I can't believe I got to 50 minutes today. Like just talking nonsense about sugar and some dude. Bro. Like the threat, like I'm not, I'm not threatened by him, right? So like the friendship can continue. Of course, I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, say you're not allowed to be friends with someone. But it has to be like you know, you, don't you think there has to be some sort of like definite level of boundaries to the friendship? And like what I'm willing to do, like oh, let's go on a holiday with this guy and his girlfriend, I'm going to have to say no. I'm going to have to say the name, no, my brother. You know? I'm not going to a place where, you know, where where sleep, we're sleeping in the same room and or house as someone you've banged. You feel me? You don't even know if it happened. I know, bro. I'm not, I know. Bruh, you don't, bruh, it's not that fucking hard to tell, you know, it's not that hard to tell, even just like the energy, I'm not even going out to dinner with them anymore, they can be friends, I don't, you know, I don't think I need to be, you feel me, I can feel it, I feel it, I can feel it, it's that, not that it's happening, but that it's happened, I completely 100% trust my girl, but I just don't need to be in that situation where I can, where I'm just like looking at him like, you, I know you did it, even though everyone here wants to lie about it. I can just, I know that if the tables were turned and we went out to dinner with a girl that I had slept with, it would be Armageddon. The rapture, bro. God himself would come back and start plucking people from earth. If, if if the tables were turned. All I'm saying is I'm a fucking chill dude. But if it comes down to it, bro. It's pe- people, people will feel the heat, bro. I'll unload the heater. You understand? I probably won't though. Because I've been cheated on so many times. Bro, and every time I get cheated on, I know it. I know it, bro. And I've ignored it. I pretended it wasn't happening. Denial, that's called. You know? And I'm in denial about my hair as well right now. But, like, when you know something, you know it. If you've got a gut feeling, bro, trust that. If you've got a gut feeling, trust it. Because even if you're wrong, what's the point of living with that feeling ongoing? You know? Like, I'm not, again, I just want to reiterate, I'm not feeling like I've been cheated on, but I know for a fact, because of my gut, that these two did it before I was around, and they want to maintain a friendship, so they're keeping it from me. That's fine. Lying is bad. I don't like that. But I'm no idiot, man. So I'm going to sit here and wear another man's fucking jumper. Like, I, you know what? I think it is an alpha move. I think it's like, I fucking own you, guy. I own you. And I'll tell you this for free, too. I've worn this in front of him. That's the truth, bro. I have worn this in front of him. Fearless, bro. I think I'm a fearless man. Dude, I've got so many fucking, I'm, I'm trying so hard to transition into um, Clay's reviews. I've got so many reviews, man. I just don't, like, we're already 54 minutes in. And then I'm just, and I'm talking so much. I think I'm going to have to leave these till next week. You can't just sit through this. Go from talking shit about the snacks you ingest at first birthdays to to honest truths about your your emotions and and your 
awareness, your acute awareness of your surroundings and your willingness to participate in the world that has been built around you and to accept that and continue to to act as an adult which is this is this situation right now is something that I was incapable of dealing with 10 years ago like at 22 bro you think that I would handle this I'd smoke that motherfucker I'd go and fight him and then yell at her and just sabotage the whole situation and right now I'm just like I have a kid you know what like what what else do you want I've been in like arguments about Instagram and she's like, why do you like Alan Pinkton? Why are you liking every single one of the fucking pictures? It's like, hey, hey, who did you sleep next to last night? Me? So what's the fucking problem? If I like a few pictures of a bad bitch in a bikini, I'm here, I'm with you. We're doing sex. I'm, I'm shooting the fucking club up. We've got a kid, you know? But no, that that was way before kids. But she's yelled at me about liking pictures, bro. And I'm like, what? I am fucking little spooning you every night. I'm in here looking like a straight bitch every night. You think there's something going on because I double tapped? Get real, man. You got to remember that Instagram is false, bro. It's not real life. You know. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't really remember what I'm talking about, honestly. You guys are like, Jesus, what's he drinking? It is literally just water. But I'm just like, you know, sometimes you got to come in here. If, bo- you know, board man's not here this weekend. You know, I had a first birthday. I'd play golf. I had. You know, Corey was in town. Janos came over. We had breakfast. We were going to go do this, do that. It's a busy weekend, so I'm doing this solo dolo. Um, and, like, sometimes, like, if, if, if Boardman was here, I wouldn't, I wouldn't delve this deep into my thoughts and feelings. I'd be, I'd be talking more shit about like, I don't know, that old man, that old foreign guy, you know, but instead I'm here, but I just, it's, you know, I can see on the monitor in front of me, this jumper. I didn't even realize I was wearing it. I just see it. It's like, I'm looking in a mirror and I'm like wearing this thing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell these motherfuckers about, about the origins of this fucking stupid sweatshirt. Um, but yeah, it sounds like I'm mad or sad and I'm not, but I'm just, I've got to make sure that I let you guys know that I know. And she knows that I know, even as much as she wants to pretend that she doesn't know that I know. I know, bro, I fucking know. But um, yeah, chicks, chicks don't keep, they don't keep lists with names on them, but they keep merch. They keep merch to say like, yeah, that's, they're like serial killers, bro. You know how serial killers like keep a tooth or like a lock of hair or um, a ring, you know, of their victims? Chicks keep items of clothing. They might have boxer shorts, t-shirts, hoodies, jumpers, jackets, socks, you know, um, hats, They've got a list, bruh. You just got to find it. It won't have names on it, but it'll smell like fucking Andy by Hamish or whatever type of cologne these motherfuckers are wearing. These basic motherfuckers, man. The dudes. Dudes, some dudes have bad cologne, bruh, but some girls have bad perfume, dude. I walked past a pub crawl of chicks wearing tennis outfits yesterday. Now, were they... All Italian chicks, yes. It smelled like a candy store when they walked past me. I could not bear it. One, because I'm addicted to sugar and I almost fucking cut all their throats to suck the sugar out of their blood. 
But two, because it was so overwhelming, it made my fucking eyes water, bro. And I was like, like, this is not a good sensory experience for my son. He's going to be so attracted to trashy bitches when he grows up because of this, you know? <laughs> what the fuck was this episode, man? I don't even know whether to release this, dude. I've got to, I've got to sign off. We'll do Clay's reviews next week. I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. So I just can't even... After an hour of talking, I cannot bear the thought... Like, you guys couldn't bear the thought of being like, oh, we're doing reviews. After that, I'm going to... I'm going to... Do you guys a favor and shut the fuck up. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. As always, bum bum. Take your breath away with your own pillow. I'm moving in silence through the night. There's no stopping me, not the black widow. I'm kicking it swiftly, Luke Kang flow. Cybernetic enhancements, I'm Kano. I'm proficient in war like Jax, but I got nothing to prove like John Cage though. I got an arsenal full of techniques. Enter the dragon like Bruce Lee. I'm dangerous, so, so dangerous. You don't want me at the fist of fury.